0: hello everyone and welcome to take 10 for torah number 764 i hope you all are well any questions comments suggestions recommendations or sponsorships please email me at rabbi ismach at take 10 for torah dot org. so in this coming week's parsha we have a very interesting set of psukim that talk about what we now refer to as birchas kohanim. So let's talk about these p'sukim and some of the elements at least that we um, encounter if you're a every single day and uh, otherwise only on the holidays. God said to Moshe, saying, So shall you, thus shall you bless the people of Israel. lahem, Say to them, Okay, so that's a little redundant. We'll get back to that. So the first pasuk of, I believe it's 15 letters, which has three words. The Lord should bless you and protect you. Hashem So um, here we have uh, five words. And the Lord should, should deal kindly and graciously with you. Hashem The Lord should bestow his favor upon you and grant you peace. And then finally it says, Al Yisrael the Ani avarchem. they should link my name with the people of Israel and I will bless them. So there are a lot of things, a lot of references here, what exactly it is that the Kohanim are blessing us with. So if you look at Rashi, there are different interpretations as to what each of these words mean, but there seems to be something distinct about these brachos and this formula in particular of how we recite them. So there's a lot to talk about. So I wanna begin actually with the bracha that we say when we do this mitzvah. So the Kohanim are up there, and the Kohanim said, uh, they, they, uh, they say when they make this bracha, the phrase is as follows. They say, Asher mitzvosav, Livarech, Yisrael, with love. So that's the first question we need to focus on. That's a very interesting uh, bracha, because, you know, when we say, al Lulav, or we say, L'Kv'ah Mezuzah, we don't talk about also the emotion that is required, but here it says, to bless the people with love. What is the meaning of that? Where is that from? So it comes from the Zohar. The Zohar says an, an important thing. It says, Lo a person who does not love the people. Oh, Amadal or let's say the people don't like him, Lo Yifros La should not go to bless the uh, people. Uksiv Only a person who is tov ayin will be blessed, or really, it seems, can bless. And what this means is, is that a person needs to be beloved, or needs to have a love, or I should say, and needs to have a love of the assembled to be able to bless. So why is this? Well, that's just natural. You know, in order to seek the success of another person. I can't be looking at them ayin, which means with, you know, sort of narrow vision, uh, expecting that I have more than them and being jealous of everything they have. I, have. I have to have a generosity of spirit. And so to be able to bless others and realize that their blessing might surpass even your own, that is, that requires a very generous uh, spirit with a very uh, wide eye, as it's referred to here. And that requires love. So here, part and parcel of the mitzvah is to do it ahava. It's not like other mitzvahs where I could take my lulav and uh, whether I have Ava, I don't have Ava, I, don't, I have, do I have love, I don't have love, isn't that significant. Here it seems to be the way this functions. Now the sefer HaChadokh talks about like what in the world is the purpose of this bracha. Like, if God wants to give us bracha, just give us bracha. But the sefer HaChadokh explains that we should be seeking such things. And so therefore to be able to seek such things, you need to be able to have people who provide it? You know, we used to. We should be able to see and and and, and uh, devo- de- desire there to be more in our lives. We should be seeking all of that, and this gives us a location, a destination, something to do to actualize that. So that's point one about the Ava. But another point about the Ava is very interesting. There's a Gemara in that says that a person can only ask for one thing at a time that's the way tefillah works. You can only ask one thing at a time, and therefore the question becomes: So, here we have three lines all asking for a bunch of different things and referring to different types of blessing. How can we ask for all of this at a time? Or how can the bracha include so much? So, a beautiful answer that's given by the Beneshchai, he says, When a bracha is given be ahava, when it's given with love that is not a barrier a regular bracha regular thing you ask for that you can only dominate for one thing at a time but here because the bracha is given with love and that generosity referred to before that makes all of the difference and changes the way it is perceived anything can be given when love is a present, and with that in mind, I'll just share with you the Pele Yoyetz. talks about the importance of getting brachos from parents. I, I may have mentioned this once upon a time, but he says as follows: Person should, you know, uh, be be strong and and not lazy in order to get the blessing of his or her parents. Even if you are no longer living at home, right? So you know there are people who have this custom to bless their children before kiddush on a Friday night. He says, even if you're no longer living there, you should like run to try to be able to get this bracha. He says, bilal Shabbos uvechagim. You know, it doesn't matter Shabbos Yomta, whenever you have the opportunity. He says, lenasheki dehem to kiss their hands and to get their bracha. Why? Shomavat shabracha he simply, number one, because their bracha is most likely to come to uh, happen. <inaudible> because they are blessing you with a full and overflowing heart. <inaudible> there is nobody in the world who seeks, hopefully, who seeks more for you than your parents. And so that ahava component, which is so critical for a bracha, that is uh, something which we should not um we should we should take advantage of when we have that opportunity this idea of having generous people bless you is something that comes up with benching as well Uh, when we let's say give a guest to lead the benching the real goal of giving the guest to leave the bench lead the benching is that they say that little paragraph which blesses the bal habayis that blesses the homeowner otherwise the homeowner should do the benching, you know, he's, uh, whatever, sort of um, in charge of the table. And so therefore let him bench. But the reason you give it to somebody else is so that they can say that Yihir which blesses the Balhabaya. So the Gemara says that the person who gets the Yihir has to be a person, again, of generosity of spirit. You need to be able to wish the best for others. It's not something that everybody has an easy time with. But, when you do pull that off, when you do accomplish that, that is what birchas Kohanim requires, and that's really what it is ultimately all about. Now this idea that the kohanim also benefit, you know, their their ability to bless others, their generosity, is also a benefit, is, is brought in many different places. There are a lot of different um, drushos and expositions of what koh tevaruch, so shall you bless, so shall you bless. So ko is chafhei, 25. They're generally known as uh, 24 matnos kohuna, 24 matnos kohuna, which are the 24 gifts that Kohanim got. They got a, little, a lot of different types of shearings and, and truma and crops and grain and parts of animals. They got a lot of different things. And so ko tabarachou, this is the 25th thing. Because the Kohanim get this as well. The Sefer HaCharedim actually says, yisrael mitzvah There's a mitzvah for the Jew to be blessed the same way that th- there's a mitzvah for the Kohanim. So the Kohanim have this opportunity to bless others, to be able to look at others with that generosity of spirit. And the Jews now, receiving the blessing, not only have the opportunity for blessing, but they also have the opportunity to get a mitzvah in doing so. So I want to conclude with one last uh, thing, which is really interesting. You know, that pasuk that I quoted originally, which refers to kosavarchu as Yisrael, you should bless, so shall you bless. Thus shall you bless the Jews. Amor lahem, say to them. The whole, the phrase is weird. Amor lahem, amor lahem. Like, what does that mean, amor lahem? Uh, say to them, amor lahem. You know, w- w- whether or not the punctuation is right or wrong, or whether or not it's redundant, it seems, still sounds like a like a funny word. So I, I saw in a few different svarim, um, the, the again the who's written by the Palojoites, Moshe David Wali, other places a little bit older than that, say the, a pretty wild thing. There's the Gemara Menachos that says and uh, I'm not an etymologist, I can't confirm or deny this, that there are words in the Torah that come that or were influenced by other languages. And so the Gemara says, well, the to- to word totafot, which does not have a Hebrew root, totafot, comes from the contraction of two words which are relating to Tefillin in other languages. So that's what the Gemara says. So, what uh, these uh, Mefarshim explain is Amor Lahem is actually the other source for why we say and why we end this bracha with Ahava. Why is it? Because Amor, Amore, is, you know, I guess the Italian slash Latin word for love. Now, I don't know that this works so, so well when it comes to the historiosity of the comment, but the point is that when we say these words, Amor Lahem, Right? The bracha is actually infused with the emotion that is required. And that's why we find the emotion of love in the bracha, because perhaps one can suggest that even in the pasuk itself, there is a reference to amor lahem. To be able to bless others, uh, you need to be able to love them. You need to be desirous of their success. And then all of the brachos simultaneously can fall on their heads. Have a wonderful day. There's so much more to talk about with brachos. Kahanam. Hopefully a different day. Have a wonderful day.